You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That is, I think, I've got a lot of theories about this, uh-huh. to be honest, but I think, number one, that could be one of the most perfect examples of trolling that I think that I've ever seen. It's pretty true. It's pretty true. And I thought I it mean, was just going to be a one-off thing, and no, it has continued. Do you think it's somebody that you know? No, no, I don't think so. I don't know this person. It's think, a new person. Okay, but is it a new person, or is it someone who has found out some of the things that you've done, and now they're getting their revenge? I haven't done anything bad. I've got, I don't think you realize that you may have made a statement in that uh, in that apartment complex, and you didn't and you didn't realize Wait, it. Wait, what are you talking about? I think there could be a little more at foot here. I don't think it's a random random accident that this is happening. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff today that's going to come up on this show. And before we address Sarah's issues uh, with her apartment complex, I do want to say this. I have one issue. One well, issue. I think there might be more than you realize. Okay. I, I'm just, I've got some theories. I want to work through them with you. We're going to figure this out. We're going to get to the bottom of well, it. I'm so and glad not, to have you here to help me work out my apartment not, theories. If not, I've got a plan of attack. Okay. So I've got multiple different plans. We'll have to figure it out. But before we get into that, though, I do want to say this. We're going to be joined here at some point on today's show by two absolute genuine podcast pioneers. So Keith and the girl. KeithandTheGirl.com, Keith and Hemda, they have been doing their show out of New York, and I'm sure most of you know who they are, but if mm. you don't, they've been doing their show out of New York for 10 years. Since 2005. 2005. Like, right at the forefront. Five days a week, like doing it, podcasting before podcasting was a thing. You know, we've been doing ours for almost six years, but we seem like we just, uh, you know, a couple of Johnny come lately. I know, to them. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that, that we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not compared to them. So, Keith and the Girl, fantastic show. And a lot of, uh, honestly, a lot of the same guests that we have on here. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, you know, Mike Kaplan is, uh, is one common thread that we definitely both have. You guys have heard Mike here um, many times. Oh, we love Mike. And, uh, and Mike is a good friend of theirs. His show is actually on the Keith and the Girl Network mm-hmm. out in New York. So Keith and the Girl are doing a 10-city tour. And we'll talk about this more once we get them on the show. But one of the stops they're going to be making is here in Portland, Oregon, at the Curious Comedy Theater on October 10th. Sarah and I are going to be opening up for Which them. God knows we don't know what that means, but we're going to figure it out, God no damn it. no idea, but we're not going to tell them. No, we're not going to tell them that. No, we're going to pretend say yes like, no. and then figure it out later. Yeah. yeah. No, I think we're going to have to come up with some bits, maybe some dance song and dance numbers. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's not going to happen. We're going to have to But I don't know out. what is going to happen, so maybe it will be a song and dance bit. Are you going to freeze up? No, Are I'm not going to freeze free- up before no, no, on stage. No, no, no way. This is a this is an awesome opportunity, and it's going to be a, a lot of fun. So is it no. just? Are you just going to stare at the crowd and then like start sweating? No, and then I'll have to talk. No way. It's too important. I'm not going to freeze. Okay, up and you're not going to freeze up. No. Well, now I'm afraid that you're going to because you're trying to project it. I'm not going to freeze up. No. When you start to do this to me, then that's when you freeze up. I never freeze up on stage. I may mispronounce things and mm-hmm. get say, a little spastic. Well, yeah, that could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's possible. That could happen. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to be opening up for them, and that's October 10th for Keith and the Girl. You can get your tickets at CuriousComedy.com. Uh, also, Christine Levine is going to be one of their main guests. Brad. So, if, yeah, that's that's really cool. And, of course, everybody knows Christine, and that's that's going to be awesome. So, Keith and the Girl, Keith and Hamda. Sorry, it's just so it's so hard not to call her just the girl. Well, I mean, and that's the name of the show. It is, so that yeah. 
That's so okay. it kind of works both ways. All right. So lot, I'm not yeah. being offensive. Okay. Uh, Keith and Hemda will be joining us here in just a little bit. You're doing such a great pronunciation, too. I know you were nervous. I'm, well, you're not supposed to call it out. <laughs> I've been trying really hard to make sure that I Greg get that right. Greg has been practicing how to say Hemda. You messed it up earlier, too. You went no, overboard. No, I really didn't. All right. Well, that was projecting. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, that'll be happening here in just a little while. So, Sarah, let's get to the point, though, of what's going on at your apartment complex. Yes. So this is this has happened not once but twice, what we're going to hear. This has happened, I believe it'll be 30 times, although the second time was like really brief. It was only just a, a couple of little toots here and there. Ew, that's a gross way to describe it. All right. So All right. For, for anybody who doesn't know, you live... In an apartment complex here in Portland, Oregon, you have a studio apartment where you live in by yourself. I do. You scurry yourself back there and you hide away from anybody else in it's the complex. It's my little happy cave. I love it there. It's like a locked front door, so everybody's got to go down the same hallways, but you uh, you, you hide in yours and you don't like to talk to your neighbors. You no. do spy on them. I don't actually. You did too. Oh. I mean, I have before. Okay, let's but talk about. But I don't find them, uh, like, I don't spy on them because you, there's nothing really to spy on. You about. listen in on their conversations because you hide in your room, in your in your apartment. You have told me before how well, you stand at the before. door yeah. and, like, watch people going that in and out of That was when my apartment. obnoxious neighbor who would cook the fish all the time was there, but she's moved out. She's since moved out. She's. Is she the one gone. that would yell at her boyfriend? Yes. Or, that or, was the yelly one. Okay. That was all the right. fish cooking yeller. That all right. She was just not the nicest woman. Okay. So, so there was that one that was there. You had the weird, a supposed attorney neighbor. Why an attorney would be a high power? She's still there. Yeah, that's not. She's because not an it's attorney. in Portland, and all the rents are ridiculous. So even high-powered attorneys live in apartments that aren't that impressive looking I, because it's super fucking expensive. I still am unsure about that. And you could have been unsure about that five years ago. This is a different day and age. Okay. Also, you have your other neighbor who you share a wall with. Who was there? I don't know if he had a girlfriend or not, but when the one interaction you did have when he came out and introduced himself, you said, "Oh, don't worry, I can't hear you humping." Well, no, that, that and that person has long since moved out. Okay, I'm just saying that's one more interaction that mm. you've had with some of your. They're not interacting your neighbors. with like the like the old neighbors aren't coming back and saying like, "Oh, let me tell you about the other neighbor." Like, there's no interaction there. I don't know. I don't know. It's generally. I think it's been a really long time since you've lived in like a communal setting like that, and you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm telling you, I think that maybe these these people are, are hanging out a little bit more, and they know about you because you're the one constant that they all have. You're the weird girl at the end of the hall. Yeah, but they never. See Nobody me. knows. Yeah, well, yeah, but they know you're there. It's not like I'm cooking, so there aren't like weird smells coming out of my apartment or. Anything yeah, but they. Along. Well, that's even stranger. Like they see you scurrying into your apartment and then scurrying out and you don't talk to anybody. You just go straight ahead and you close your door and you lock it instantly. I do. Yeah. So they could probably hear all the locks like, so they think that you're afraid of I lock of my door if I'm running down to uh, do my laundry. Yeah. See, I never leave my door unlocked. Well, and that's, the, I'm just saying this is the only impression they I have of you. I don't want robbers to get in there and I don't, I don't know my neighbors. They could be robbers. Well, they, they, that's possible. Mm-hmm. You also ratted out the Airbnb people. I totally did. Yeah. Which I give you credit for that. I would do it again. But they were renting out their apartment, even though you're not supposed to. It's like exclusively you're not supposed to do that. And so they had strangers coming in and out, and you uh, you Giving ran... them full access to like every like locked area of the building. But here's the thing, though. You squealed management about it, and I'm wondering if maybe some other people were kind of on the in with that. Maybe there was other people doing it. There were. There was another, there was another couple doing it, and they, well, too, were evicted. Well, yeah. You don't think they're going to have a whole little bit of a grudge against you? How would they? They didn't know it was me. I did it anonymously. Well... Really? Mm-hmm. Anonymously? Yeah. I bet they were trying to figure I put out. The, I put the note in the Dropbox. Well, you also talked about it here on this show. Oh, so, I mean, true. it could. Yeah. I'm not going to say, you know, everybody listens to the show, but it, it 
could it, it's possible it's it's quite possible that could have gotten I don't think they'd be able to place me even if they did like listen to the show and recognize me I mean I'm always just like wearing other than a you're the weird girl that scurries to the back that's true yeah I'm, just, I'm always wearing like a beanie or like have my head covered in some way and I'm just like and just go back to my just apartment. angrily like shuffling through not like, angrily just with purpose mm-hmm. and I don't want any distractions mm-hmm. and I don't want to be a distraction I just kind of like point A to point B like Buster Bluth like neither seen nor heard mm-hmm Okay. That's exactly it. That's that's you. <laughs> well, so so you have all these different things, and who else? You ratted somebody else out on like the uh, the board, like the um, oh, that was the fish. Yeah, you ratted out Fish Girl. I didn't rat her out. I wrote a, I wrote a note. Okay, you wrote a. Okay, yeah. What was the note you wrote? Oh, it was it, it was on it like was the community the winter, board, right? It was during the community board. It was during the winter, so uh, it was really cold, which means nobody could open up their windows without you know freezing or letting all of the heat out. And this was the night that the girl decided to cook super hot fish, and like have her door cracked open, so the entire hallway smelled like hot fish for days days like even after I wrote the note for days afterward it smelled like hot fish in our communal hallway it was the grossest thing so maybe I wrote a note and put it on the board that said you know like you know maybe it's not the coolest thing ever to cook hot fish when none of us can open our windows because it's super cold outside that's it was just a it was just a thought to which she had a rebuttal (laughs) that's right she left another note there too yeah so what, what was her note uh, she said that this was not an anti-fish building and she could cook whatever she wanted, even if it was stinky. But you know what? After that note and after after our little back and forth, never had a fish smell again. That was it. She never cooked fish again. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you shamed her into that. Well, it wasn't like I talked about it with other people, mm-hmm. like uh, one of my other neighbors who has since also moved out. But yeah, and there's like that. Do you smell that? And I'm like, yes, that is a terrible smell. One, I agree with you. That's that's disgusting. That is that is gross. Nobody wants to smell that. You know, when it's especially uh, yeah, if it's if it's enough where it's wafting out of your apartment, that that is gross. However, you stuck your neck out on it, and mm-hmm. you made made a deal about it. Mm-hmm. You made a thing about I made it. it to do. You made yourself a target. Is uh-huh. what you did. You turned yourself into a target. Because mm-hmm. not only are you the creepy girl in the corner who nobody yep. talks to, who talks about humping to random strangers. That was like then, two years ago. Well, word still gets around. Instead of saying it like I was talking about me humping the strangers, they they were saying that I, it came up in a, in a more normal way than what it's being displayed as right now. <laughs> did you or did you not say, don't worry, I can't hear you humping? <laughs> Someone found my note. <laughs> okay, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, there is the note. Okay, here, I'm going to read the note. Of exactly what Sarah put up on the cork oh, board, God. on the community board. I was younger back then. I'm almost 35 now. I'm, oh I'm more God. wise to, you know, to this my This was ways. like six months ago. So you put this up on the community board. There's probably, what, I don't know, 60, 70 people living in this apartment complex yeah, at yeah. least. Okay. And this is like the main hallway. There are about, like, I think we talked about this. There are like eight different apartments on my floor. Yeah. And so everybody had to see this. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that building saw this. Mm-hmm. And smelled that. Here's the note. Why did you have to make a hot fish dinner that stinks up the entire hall slash floor? Question mark, question mark, ugh, period. You wrote out ugh on it. It was disgusting. <laughs> Sincerely, comma, everyone who has... N- Everyone who was not eating hot fish on the main floor, you could not sound bitchier with that. I know. That is so... The written out ugh is the... Ugh. Is, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, that girl, no wonder she was pissed. Oh, yeah. I mean, you called her out in front of everyone. Well, and everybody that, knew it. And of course, she's by constantly the way, screaming at her boyfriend. I mean, she was already known to be kind of a pest 
on the floor. Like she was already like super loud and like like they're always screaming. She like hollering. Remember, she's the one that was on the phone talking about her friend who was such a bitch, Mary. Yeah. She's like, why are you such a bitch, Mary? And like yelling at her on the phone. Like this girl was already, um, she was already offensive to the ears. And then all of a sudden the offense went from to the ears and also the nasal region. Right. It was very, very smelly. So you left this note there without signing your name, of course, like a true passive aggressive sure. person. And then she left out the responding thing. But here's the thing, though. Doing that, that's a little bit of busybodyism. That it's you true. were engaging in. It's true. I was guarding my hallway. I mean, if you think about it, so you called that girl out, mm. posted that. Mm. You you ratted Again, out. this is from like a, two years ago. So Greg's making it, it sound like I did this It is not two years ago. It is not two years ago. I, I'll verify, but I know it was not two years ago. You also ratted out the Airbnb, and that was definitely this year. You ratted out Airbnb. Yeah, that was this year. Well, because I was tired of seeing strangers wandering through my halls. Like, it was... Yeah. It was kind of creepy. I understand, but also... You don't sound like you understand. You've always said that you understand, and now you're making it sound as if I did something wrong. Well, I'm not saying you did anything wrong, but I'm saying I can understand why people would be mad at you. I get it. I get why they would be upset with you. You've been a little bit of a busybody. I You've been like kind of needling space, in other I people's like, business. You know what? I'm I'm quiet. I'm uh, in my apartment. Like I don't make noise. I don't have weird smells. I don't uh, do anything. I don't have anything. That uh, that is offensive to anybody else. I live in my little space, and, and that's you just what I keep do. Keep an eye on what and everybody just, else is you doing. You know what? And if, if you know, I, I pay my I pay my rent on time. I've lived in my little space for like four and a half years now. Like I like my little home. I picture it like a little hobbit hole. That it you, like, is crawl like a into. little hobbit hole. It's like a little wood floored hobbit hole. <laughs> like it's the smallest apartment, and I love it. And it's just it's really really tiny. So. You've done all this. You've kept tabs on everybody else. Mm-hmm. And now you've got this issue going on. Yes. So previously you did have some, you did actually have some neighbors having sex, right? That, mm, that you could yeah, hear. The, yeah, the ones that sounded like the owls. Yeah, there was the owl, the owl humpers. Mm-hmm. So there was that issue. But now you've got this new one. And this one, oops, excuse me. This one is so, so over the top. It's why I think it's got to be personal. So maybe you can maybe you can share here what this All is. All right. So there has been somebody who has moved in next door to me who I sort so I'd had this last person or maybe it was like two two people ago. A lot of people move out from the apartment next to me because basically it's on one of the main streets and the garbage is collected like every other day. Uh-huh. So it's super loud. And so people will move in there, realize that they're woken up at five thirty in the morning every day, you know, with the garbage truck outside of their house, and then they'll promptly move out. So this one uh, probably like two people ago, like two renters ago. This was when that Gautier. <laughs> Is this some- like the list that you have at your? Uh-huh. Picture you have a chart. In your house, like who's offended you, who is not, Mm-mm. which well, room has done guy, this? Like this was uh, the guy Comes who and him and his girlfriend were trying to learn Gautier, like somebody that I used oh, to know. That's right. And they were like trying to harmonize with it, and so in turn, I would I would play it just slightly off from where they were playing it. So <laughs> theirs would be like, "No, just somebody," and then mine would be like, "No, there's just somebody," and so it would just, but loud enough to where. I hope that they could hear it. <laughs> so they were singing and teaching themselves how to play guitar poorly. And I thought that was that. I'm like, cool. They're they're gone. They're not teaching themselves how to play instruments anymore. You might have to turn this up a little bit. However, okay. my new roommate or my new next door neighbor is one-upping the guitar, the guitar couple. Not only are they teaching themselves a musical instrument, but they're teaching themselves at 9.30 p.m. at night for the most part. And they have chosen to learn the trumpet. This is from inside my apartment. 
That was recorded from inside your apartment. It was from inside the apartment. Yes, that was from inside my apartment. And so that is the... That was at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at 9.30 p.m., this guy's been doing... And this has been happening... This has happened three times. Three times. The first time, which is what this recording was from, I was just like, just so irritated last night I didn't get another recording. So this was from the first time, which is a few days ago, that I got the recording. And the other, uh, the second time was uh, kind of brief. They only like did a couple, like, little, rah, rah, and then they stopped. Third time was last night, and then it wasn't quite as ambitious uh-huh. as this recorded one that I had, so I decided I already had a good recording of it, so okay, wouldn't do it. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Right now, this... This seems like something personal. So whoever's doing that is clearly not really trying to learn the instrument. They're I and they're doing it at nine thirty at night. Yeah. It was it was past it was a little Let's past hear it in the background while we're while we're talking about this. Okay, right. Because this <laughs> This is somebody who has something against you. They're not even trying to play that instrument. They're not even attempting to to play a note. Maybe you're just not getting the rhythm, Greg. Right, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't understand the genius that is whatever they're doing there. (laughs) No, that is from inside of my apartment at 9.30 at night. It's trumpet surrealism. No, so, so that's happening. This has happened three times. Yeah. And you haven't seen anybody else like But I've been, like, they haven't caught me in, like, a particularly bad mood, so I haven't said anything. Like, it's just kind of funny. I'm like, holy shit, there's somebody teaching themselves how to play the trumpet at 930 at night. Okay. with, <laughs> But the thing is, they're, they're not going to stop because nobody is telling them to stop. So it's going to keep on going. I and either they're I'm doing the it on purpose. I don't think I'm the only one that can hear them. I, I have more vocal neighbors that I think would say something. Like, for me, I'd rather get the recording and then play it on our show and be passive aggressive about it. But I think other people would probably confront the trumpet but player. But what if it keeps going? What if it keeps happening? It'll... I. If I'm going to snap, I'll snap. But I haven't yet. It was just, I, I found it. How long of, can you tolerate this? I don't know. It hasn't gone very late and it hasn't gone very long. Because to me, this is way more offensive <laughs> than the girl yelling about Mary's a bitch and, or, uh, or cooking her hot fish or whatever. No, this the is hot way fish worse. was the most offensive. I don't know. This is pretty bad. I could probably deal with hot fish over this. So you're saying you can handle this. But I, I have been able to handle it so far. I'm not saying that I'll forever be able to handle it or find it amusing. I think they're trying to break you. I think somebody is has had enough of your busybodyism. They're like, you know what? That girl at the end of the hall has fucked with all of our lives in some way, no, way shape, or form. No, I not. Not all of them. Well, they don't know because you're probably getting blamed for stuff that you're not even doing. Because that's the other thing. Imagine this. You're the person at the end of the hall that nobody knows, but they know you're there. Mm-hmm. They know you've written stuff. They, and they, they know a, I've been there the entire time that they've been there, so, so they if, know that I've always been there. So if they have a problem, who are they going to blame? It's going to be you. You're the common thread that doesn't know anyone. It's like in high school. We've talked about this before. Where you have the one friend who moves to town late, like moves to town in high school. Like Because I grew up in a small town. Nobody knew. Everybody knew each other's parents. I mean, it was a small town. And there was the one kid who moved to high school like when we were freshmen, nobody knew his parents, so we could blame him for everything. Everything mm. that went wrong, somebody had beer, it was always always Jeff's. So we always blamed him. You're that person, though, in this, because nobody knows you. So if somebody else is doing something wrong in the apartment complex or messing with someone else, like, oh, yeah, it's probably that girl down I the I am the constant. I am the, You're con- the constant. I am the one out of everybody on my, pretty much on my entire floor, 
There was one more. There was another guy who lived there as well as long as I did, and, I, and he just moved out. So mm-hmm. now I'm the I'm the longest, the old timer on my floor. So when you moved into this complex, like five years ago or whenever it was, what was the one constant that everybody knew in your apartment complex? The crazy cat lady. The crazy cat lady mm-hmm. who was right on the corner. And I remember the crazy cat lady because mm-hmm. I helped you move into that place. She was so mean. She was mean and she angry. Was so mean. And she would glare at everyone and she was just pissed off. She was so pissed when you had to, when you asked her to slightly have her door ajar so that you could, we could get my couch through. I remember that. Yes, yeah, she was, she, she hated was so me for that. Pissed. Hated yeah. me for that. And she was the angriest. Yeah, well, everybody mm. knew her though. And then she died. Yeah, yeah, she probably did die. No, I'm pretty sure she died. She and she had like a, a million cats in there. She had a lot of cats. I don't think a million. I think she had like three or four. That's still a lot of cats. That's for an a apartment. lot of cats. That's a lot of cats mm-hmm. for for a single lady on her own. With that's that's a lot of cats. So that was the constant back then that everybody could kind of bond over. Well, now that she's gone. And there's somebody else in the apartment complex who scurries away to a little place and doesn't like to talk to anybody and probably keeps her head down when she walks past people and then looks out her little people. That's true. If anyone knocks on my door, I'd probably scowl at them. I'd be like, why are you knocking yes, on my door? Yes, you would. You absolutely would scowl at them. You lock your door as soon as you get behind, as soon as you close it so everybody thinks that you're afraid of them, like they're going to steal yeah, from I'll you. Yeah, I'll do the thing where I'll wait behind my door if I hear someone in the in the hallway. You, like, I'll wait to leave my apartment until I'm like, geez, sorry, I'm going to be late, but I really don't want to talk to whoever's out there. Just, And then I wait for them to get down the hallway, and, and you, then I'll leave my apartment. And you basically said that you assume everyone in there is a robber trying to take your treasures, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you are the crazy cat lady. Minus the cats. Well, it's really weird that you try to make the cat lady thing stick, and I have no cats. Well, for now, crazy cat lady didn't have cats at one point in her life. Mm. You know, there was a point where it just where it just clicked. Probably when she turned thirty five, it just clicked, <laughs> and she's like, "You know what? I love this place. I'm not going anywhere. The rest of the world has the problem, not me. I'm getting cats because they understand." What I'm going through, and they like to hide in in little hovels just like me, and so that's that's why. Look at that! I can t- I can tell you're thinking about it. You're like, well, yeah, cats are cats aren't pretty good for that. No, I don't. I've I've only liked a few cats in my life. I don't think I'd ever want to own one. What if I got you a cat? Well, wait a minute. You say that you almost adopted a cat like two years ago. Yeah, that was two years ago though. And then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, that cat kind of smells bad. Yeah, that's because that cat was peeing all over everything in my house. Because yeah, it, it was my bad. friend was cat sitting for like two months, and uh, yeah, the, that fucking cat peed everywhere. It still smells like pee in certain parts from that cat. So this. And you almost adopted that one. Almost, but I didn't. You I were didn't close. almost adopt. I thought about it. I talked about it like once, and then oh, I was like, no. you had a serious thought about it, though. No, you put some serious thought into it. Not really. Well, I'm saying you're this close to being that person, mm. and so therefore, because you're down there, everybody has a, has a little bit of a vendetta against you because you're getting blamed for everything. You're not doing everything wrong. I don't really live in a social. Apartment, which again is why I really like it. Or is it that you're not social? No, it's pretty much everybody else. Everyone kind of like it's one. Of, it's a place where everyone kind of goes into their into their homes. Do you think though? I mean, in, I have lived in an apartment complexes, and I did become friends with people in my apartment complex. That was like you're ten out there years and, ago. You've been a homeowner for forever now. So? You don't know what apartment life is like in your thirties. Well, what has it changed? In, you're almost in your forties. I so am it could not be different. Forty. So. Well, it's it's that much different now. What people older, when you get older, it gets <laughs> different. You have different relationships with people in your apartment building. Tell me how living in an apartment is different now. 
I'm just saying as you get older, like you're not trying to find can you when you're younger you're trying to find like friends or like, you know, make some sort maybe it's like your first time away from home and you're trying to make so a more of a family environment in the place that you're living at, like know your neighbors. As you get older you're kinda of like, I like my space. Don't come in it. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> I'm gonna, don't cook hot fish or I'll tell on you. I'll, tell, I'll rat you out on the board in front of everyone. Yes, it does sound like a very adult living situation. <laughs> it is. You are right. That is that is much it's more adult. It's the maturity, I think, that separates the, the 20s apartment patrons from the 30s. You're clearly right. And yes, you can tell from my decisions. Yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. You uh, you really under, you really really did get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jasmine in the live chat funemploymentradio.com slash live if you're a live subscriber six ninety nine a month the first week is free helps us out tremendously he says uh, Greg is being nice he means crazy bag lady oh I don't really have a lot of bags you got a lot of stuff though I could be crazy makeup lady Oh, I you will be that have, person yeah like eccentric wearing like the bright colored lipsticks yeah with stuff. still like like bright hair like bright red hair is what I picture you having when bright you're older. red hair yeah you have bright red hair or mm. bright orange hair Oh, and I don't have look way good with too hair. much lipstick on, like trying way too hard, and like like makeup. You're going to be that old person. Thanks, Greg. Tell me more about how you picture me. No, I'm just saying. When you get older, you you probably will be. You love makeup. Deny it. I love makeup. Yeah, exactly. I look forward to my birch box every week. Yeah, you every lo- month. Yeah. You, you love your makeup, so I'm saying that's. Probably- I have a problem if I have like. 20 minutes to spare and I'm like killing time at you know at some sort of like department not, not department store but I guess like a Fred Meyer or whatever mm-hmm. I'll just go and stare at the makeup <laughs> just stare at it longingly <laughs> figuring out which one I want yeah you're you're gonna be that person yes I'll be crazy makeup lady before I'll be crazy cat lady okay yeah with your cats mm-hmm but anyway, I don't think the the trumpeter is an inside job. I think somebody anyway is mad. Well, that's the other thing, though. We got to think about how to f- solve this trumpet situation. So either you need to, well, you're just laying down and taking it right now, which I don't think that's you. Well, I like it because somebody actually had written me when I'd posted this video a couple days ago, and they had suggested that perhaps I um, acquire a kazoo, and then I could stand outside of their apartment or be in my apartment and kind of play along with the trumpet. Oh, okay. On my kazoo, if they're not being aggressive. They're just really practicing this, and you start playing with yours, they're going to think, oh, somebody else enjoys playing this. They're going to invite themselves over to play with you. They're going to see that as a sign of flirting. Oh, of camaraderie. Yeah. Ooh, no, 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 no. That's what they're going to look at right, as. that's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm glad that you, you spoke the truth. Yeah. So you're going to have to think of some other ways to fight back. Okay. I don't think playing along with them. I think times when they're not doing it, doing that, um, <sighs> loud sobbing. Loud sobbing could help? No, because then they might check in on me. Mm. I don't want to be checked in on. Okay. Loud noises of anger. What? Nobody wants to go knock on the angry person's door. Just like like the person who was having the uh, phone conversations. You know, maybe you could have loud phone conversations about another, not Mary, but you can pick somebody else. Mm. Fuck you, Beth! You goddamn... You know, something like that. Like loud wow. bursts of anger and then nothing. And then complete silence. Okay. I think that's that's one way you could help. That's the best way to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm trying. I'm I'm spitballing. I'm throwing out different ideas here. Sure, sure, different ideas of what you could do. Mm -hmm. Or, like that's one aspect. Be angry about it. Or do the full on invite yourself over. 
Oh. I mean, that's the long con, but you can really shut it down. No, that would be that would involve like talking to strangers, which I don't like. And if time has shown me anything, there have been like eight different sets of either couples or individuals who have moved into that apartment. And I'm only going to have to deal with this for like a couple months more before they get tired of it. Why do they all move out? I tr- it's not me. I swear. It's like it's that apartment. And my friend, um, my friend, who's the lawyer that you don't believe who lived there, uh, was saying that it was just miserable. Like it's so echoey and cold. And it's right on the street and just so mm-hmm. loud all the time. Time. Okay. Yeah. All right. That could be it. So that's why. All right. That's my story. Well, let's go ahead and take a break here for a second because I believe Keith and the girl are going to be calling in. Yep. So let's let's go ahead and pause for a minute, and then we'll we'll get them we'll get them on here and and talk to them for a bit. So as I said, Keith and the girl, of course, are going to be here on October 10th in Portland, Oregon, or KeithandTheGirl.com, wherever you guys are listening, so you can find out where they're at and check out their podcast. So let's uh, pause. We'll have them on right now. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Joined right now by, I believe you guys are in New York still, before they head out on a 10-city tour, we have Keith and Hemda from Keith and the Girl. Hi, thank you so much for having us. I won't tell you who's who, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So have you not... Central name. (laughs) Oh, so have you not set out on the road yet? No, we begin uh, October 9th in Seattle, then, of course, Portland with you guys on the 10th, and then we go, uh, we go down a couple places till it's Oklahoma City on the 18th. So 10 days, 10 cities. Four bus, whole big thing. So you guys are on the tour list, and you got a bunch of people going with you, too, right? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, my husband's coming, uh, Lauren Hennessy, and we're actually sharing one of the tour bunks on the bus because I miscalculated how many bunks there are, <laughs> which, which I actually think he's very happy about, which I think I should be happy that he's happy since now we're both happy. Right, but although, although 10 yeah. days in a bus, will you be happy at the end of that? I mean, let's, let's talk after the tour, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now, are you flying over to the West Coast? Or are you driving across? I actually am leaving on Monday morning with the driver who's also coming from New York. His name is Wally. He's awesome. He's actually a listener of the show, and um, he's been in the studio before, and he's such a great guy. He's coming with me. We're going to um, Bowling Green, Indiana, picking up the tour bus, and he and I are driving to Seattle and meeting everybody there on the 8th. Oh, how fun. I mean, have you ever been to the West Coast before, or Seattle or Portland around this area? I have only on tour. I used to I used to sing, and so a couple of the tours took me there. But I feel go ahead, come to sing something. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> if Greg plays, I'll sing because I, I know he, we have like a similar background. You started with music, also, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's correct. Yeah, started with that, and then uh, then got into radio, and then podcasting after that. Which which you guys? I mean, ten years. Holy shit! That is a long time to be doing a show five days a week. Yeah, holy shit is right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because we've been doing ours for, we were talking about this earlier, like almost six years mm. that we've been doing our show. And I mean, you guys doing it 10 years, you know, when you started out, um, did you have any idea it would last this long or what it would turn into? We had no idea about anything. But it's, it's funny because podcasting is like dog years because 10 years in any other um, medium and any other uh, profession is like, oh, 10 years. Okay, that's like decent. You're in there. But right. 10 years is basically how long podcasting has been going. So it always sounds like we're saying we've been around for 70 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, and starting off then too, like there there weren't a lot of 
I mean, you guys were one of the first. So I I'm, I'm, can only imagine the trial by error that you had to go through in figuring out exactly how to get it up, how to go through the process of just the tech side of making a podcast. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was scary to go from our jobs to trying to make money. There's that period of, uh, you know, you have to schedule your time. And it's a period of nervousness where you're really putting everything into something that, uh, quite frankly, you're making up. Uh, you're inventing how to how to survive off it. You're inventing how it's supposed to go. Uh, but yeah. it's taking up all of your time. Yeah. So you're like, I have to drop this job that is for sure making me money to go into this thing that I think could make me money. <laughs> yeah, it was scary. It's, uh, before the iPhone, this was before the iPod had a podcasting section, before iTunes had a podcasting section. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of scary. Right. I mean, and, and just I think that's one thing, too, a lot of people don't realize if you want to go in. I mean, a lot of people have podcasts now, but if you want to be serious about it, and make money at it. That's really, really hard and takes a lot of work. And I think people just like listen into a show and they're like, oh, yeah, you guys have talked for an hour. Great. How hard is that? I mean, <laughs> what, what's the big deal there? But it's not it's the hours outside of that. That's not fun that you don't talk about on a show that that where all the actual work is. I think that's why we wrote a podcasting guide is because. It's like, hey, if we can fill a book's worth of things that we can do, <laughs> then maybe people will believe that we work more than an hour a day. <laughs> right? Yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I would have loved the book. Yeah, I remember being at a high school reunion and saying what I did and proud of it. But getting back, uh, working an hour a day must be nice. You know what? Never mind. That'd be silly. <laughs> then do it. Then do it. It's right. an hour a day. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a job. And compared to other jobs, obviously... I get to be creative and it's other than, you know, I mean, there's, there's no other medium where you really, you work for yourself and you, you know, there's not many other stuff where it's your voice period, the way you want it. Uh, yeah, it's worth it job wise, but yes, understand that it is a job just like any other job. But on the other hand, you get to say fuck cunt shit at work all day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And so you are actually filming a documentary while you're doing this, uh, this 10 city tour as well aren't you hell yeah we're putting yeah. clothes in the bus we haven't decided <laughs> if it's in the bathroom or shower yet depending on uh, how well we sell out to the tour dates but uh yeah we we're buying a couple of gopros one will be mounted on uh probably jerome who's coming along he's a, an incredible photographer and a, a wonderful deviant who will share all his stories on stage and we're putting one up in the bus so that we don't miss anything and I have a no pooping rule, which is just a general bus rule. And also, sometimes we'll have a no phone, no technology rule, just because the documentary can't be all of us just like on our phones, on Facebook and Instagram, liking each other's pictures on the road. That's good. <laughs> How are you going to enforce the no pooping rule? Um, I will poop on you if you poop in my toilet. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> a poop that's, for a poop. That's, that's what you have to do. Well, so, we get, I guess, you know, I have to start watching what I'm eating, what I'm drinking. <laughs> By the way, Greg, mm -hmm. I totally get what you're saying when you when you order food and you say, oh, I, I want my burger without the condiments. Mm -hmm. Oh, you Thank know what? You. Uh, dry. Uh, Sarah, he totally makes sense because there's a reason he was trained to have to do this. My technique is saying, after I say I want my steak medium rare, I go, Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say medium rare? <laughs> mm -hmm. Did I? Am I? I'm sorry if I'm an idiot. Did I? Say, I, I don't know what my favorite order is in the world, and that right. I order it in the same way every time. Let me just check on me. <laughs> just look that stuff and say, yeah, the only condiment I like is sriracha. 
That's it. Oh, so okay. you, so both of you don't really like condiments either. No, I'm a condiment fan, but okay. my point is you do, you do have to double check with these people, and it's it's okay to if you risk looking like an idiot. <laughs> and I do right. respect because it because it does get messed up a lot on his orders. He does end right. up having to scrape off a lot of things every time we order. Well, something. because there's no option of sending it back. Like if I send it back, then I'm definitely the dick, and you know somebody's gonna spit on my burger. There's there's no way that's gonna work out for me. So I have to double check up front. I have to be clear. Totally. Yeah, and, and it's not like mayo stays in its place. Once mayo is on a thing, it's on oh, a thing. It's everywhere. Yeah, there's no getting it out of there. It gets a little melty, a little oily. Yeah. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I feel like people like when I get my order with like ketchup or mustard on it because I take off half the burger and then they get to have it, so they get like a double burger. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think just on the tour, I'm going to eat the shit out of jams and uh, get high on all these vapors. Your show is excellent. Great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You listened to our one random one-off show. Yeah, that was like, our sample Let's show. drink some wine and get a little shit-faced and eat some jam. All right. Oh, I, please. I know it all. I know. I thought this was very funny. Oh. What were you talking about, Sarah, where you were talking about like a friend's wedding, but <laughs> you beeped out a word and you bleeped it out twice. Oh, which one? Yes, that was, or was that the one where uh, Sarah was sneaking into? Um... Oh, my yeah. sister's teacher's drawers. Teachers, that's the word you yeah. bleeped out. <laughs> because it's, like, like, it's my, it's my sister's bleep drawers and my sister's bleep, and it's like <laughs> what? the whole sentence. No one's ever going to figure it out now. <laughs> well, because I was thinking about it, and like, I'm like, holy hey. shit. My family still knows people who live there, and this woman might still, in fact, actually teach. And maybe I shouldn't say uh, who she was. Well, what happened? You go, Greg, we got to take out the word teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Greg likes any opportunity to start bleeping anything. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in radio and we worked at a really shitty radio station where we had to play a lot of Nickelback, Greg was right. able to edit down songs, like a Nickelback song, from four minutes long to about a minute and a half without anybody noticing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they yeah. Do repeat a little bit. Oh yeah. So they what happened was we we had this, you know, the morning show on the uh, it was on the rock station at the time here and they they made us they kept increasing how many songs we had to play and so it ended up being like 10 songs mm-hmm. with commercials. It was like 5 minutes of talk time out of an hour. So we're like fuck that. We know they're not listening to the show, like the upper management that are dictating this. They're just looking at the log. So why don't we cut down the songs, put them back into the playlist? <laughs> They'll see they played, and, and then, then we get no like idea. ten minutes more of talking time. Yeah, <laughs> I turned that, dream. That o- <laughs> I think my greatest accomplishment was I. Yeah, it was Nickelback. I made it a forty-eight second song. I love you say you lost your job. Right, that is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> How odd that happened that they didn't want us there. <laughs> you know, everybody else is trying to figure out how to make songs longer so they don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> and and you really confused because now you wonder why. It's like the people still like Nickelback, and they're like, "Yeah, they do thirty-eight second songs." Like, oh, <laughs> you're done. You get in. You have, um, the guy saw a picture. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> but look at it. Look at the photograph. <laughs> so, when you both are out on the road doing your live shows in front of an audience, does it differ from when you're in studio? Do you engage the audience when you're on stage, or is it kind of the same uh, along the same lines as when you're in studio? I, I, yeah, you find yourself engaging the audience more. Um, like, there's there's less news stories. I would guess mm. is something I learned. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how you just. Uh, I don't know. You just do. What do we do? Kendall? I think it's it's a it's even more personal, which is really. I don't even know how that's possible, but 
Um, and also we have more guests, so we have a rotation of guests rather than focusing on maybe one or two. Yeah. And um, unlike stand-up, you know, we, we definitely told our audience, you know, the stand-up, the person on stage is not talking to you, so don't talk back. You're just there to listen. But I think with the podcast, we like a little more rowdiness, a little right. more participation. Like, we're not calling you out to answer any question, but if you feel so moved, get in there. Yeah, you know? like something. I remember something crazy happened on Jeopardy, so we bring it up, and then in the live audience, there's some there's a Jeopardy of champion, champion. Yeah. So, you know, we start talking to him and quizzing him. And, yeah, the, the live thing, it's just a whole different animal, and it's so much fun. So it's, it's the same vibe. It's the same friendly, easy, honest, personal vibe. But, uh, yeah, it's live, so it's a little different. That's fantastic. What made you guys choose these 10 cities? Um, they were the closest city where we can drive overnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we love Portland and Seattle, <laughs> San Francisco, and also LA, and also Vegas, and also Phoenix, and also Kansas City, and also all these places. Actually, all these big cities um, and all these cities in general, like we really want to hit every single one in the U.S. We want to go, you know, overseas. We want to go wherever. But for these, we ha- we did have to limit it to how we can drive overnight because we wanted to do ten cities and ten dates. But I mean, these aren't cities I wouldn't pick. They're amazing. We get to be. In the comedy store, cops comedy, curious comedy. I mean, these are stages that we feel honored to be on stage for, um, and and it's 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 driving us crazy in so many ways. <laughs> well, and you have a huge fan base here in Portland. I have, um, you know, I I've listened to you guys, and I have lots of friends who have listened to you, and I know many of them that are going to be at the show on the tenth who are super stoked to have you here. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it's beyond flattering. And like, we'll have people with Keith McGraw tattoos. And somebody asked me the other day, "Do you still, do you still care? Is it still exciting?" Like, it's crazy. Yeah, of course, it's still exciting. And you even just saying that, Sarah, is so flattering. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And Portland specifically, uh, we asked you guys to open for us, and and thank you for saying yes. I, it's going to be a big party. That's awesome. And we're so flattered. We just don't know what the hell we're going to do. But we're going to figure it out and get our shit in order before that. Hey, I heard you're faking it till you're making it. And yep. we can't ask for <laughs> A little stand-up comedy from Sarah. Oh, I think that's, that's what we'll do. Happen. Some dance numbers. It'll be good. So, well, by the way, we have, a, we have a real, real tiny couch I want you guys to sit on. Sounds good. <laughs> no, I, I saw that Titus picture. By the way, Sarah, yes. I don't know if that whole Titus thing was for a compliment. You're beautiful. Oh, thank and, you, Keith. And Craig. It was just a very unflattering pad. Like, I don't think I could have contorted my body in a more unflattering way. Um, I, you know, super squished on the teeny tiny couch. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, but Greg also, and it's not in this picture but if her makeup is smeared it's you guys act like you dated or something it's not crazy to say your 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 makeup is off you should probably yep. be letting me know okay the problem is though i wouldn't know the difference other than you know if it's smeared across your cheek or something i might notice it but for all i know you're so into makeup you, it, it could be how you intended it oh my so into god makeup. wow <laughs> She's trying to do Maybe it's ugly, Jay. <laughs> Maybe what she wants to look like she was punched repeatedly. <laughs> Maybe it's a Sex in the City brunch challenge. I don't know what <laughs> times. Oh, God. Oh, shit. 
Steve, but he's like, I don't know. She was so into her salad. Maybe she wants to keep it there for a minute. <laughs> the other day, halfway through an hour show, she gets hungry. Maybe she's saving it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> hey, we only do a show three times a week, so we know each other completely. But today, I don't even know her. God damn it, now I'm going to be in trouble after this. Oh, you're fine. (laughs) We are so looking forward to your show and meeting you in person, and everyone needs to go and and go out and see Keith and the Girl. KeithandTheGirl.com, tickets, information, everything you need. Subscribe, be a VIP. All of the above. above. Well, thank you guys very much. Uh, And Sarah? Yes, sir. Have a great birthday month. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Much appreciated. Thank you. That's a new thing. I'm having a birthday year. Who cares? You there know you what I mean? <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we are so looking forward to seeing you. And we'll see you in like a week and a half. See you soon. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Well, that was fucking awesome. Oh, my. That was better than I would have ever thought. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be amazing. And yeah. it was even better than amazing. Dude, that, that was really, really cool. Keith and Hemda, uh, yeah, thank you once again for coming on the show. And so, yeah, October 10th, we're going to be opening up. Like, seriously, though, we, we can't screw this up. I know. I'm really glad yeah. that we also already said in advance. That's what I wanted to say. Like, we're not quite sure what we're going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was asking about their live show because I'm like, uh-huh. what are they doing? Let's just, we'll figure out something. Uh, we'll be we good. We can do 10 minutes. We'll be good. We mm-hmm. can handle 10 minutes. We, we do an hour a day. We can make 10 minutes work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do want to say this, though, and I didn't get a chance to talk about it on the on the show, that, that their interview with uh, Paul Gilmartin, which is the new episode that they just put up, I think, uh, yesterday. It's episode 2252. God damn, they're like a thousand episodes mm-hmm. more than us. Uh, Dinner and a Movie in Therapy with Paul Gilmartin at KeithandTheGirl.com. Fantastic episode. I'm only about halfway through it right now. I listened to it on the way to work here. It's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really insightful. It, it's cool. Keith and the Girl Very are good. as popular as they Just are. Just like everything had, else like, they do. Yeah. Well, and have had like such a long-lasting you know, relationship with their fans and everything because they are so good at what they do. Yeah, and, and they're genuine. Great. I mean, they genuinely turned podcasting into a medium, not just like, you know, sitting in someone's basement. Like, they actually turned it into something that was tangible, something that, mm-hmm. you know, would unite communities and, mm-hmm. and people. Yeah. It was great. Yep. Very, very cool. All right, so we need to do a couple more things. So we, we have to get some World of Crazy, Sarah. Okay. World of Crazy. All right. World of Crazy. Sure can, Greg. Thank you, Sarah. I went to my coffee place today because it's free coffee day, and my barista gave me a free coffee. And that's my story. My barista? You have a barista? Mm-hmm. That's name, like yours? Her name is Kim. She's very nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Are you and you and Kim like pals? Like you have your, your favorite one that you go to? Yeah, actually, I really like her. She's super nice. I did not know you had mm-hmm. a barista. Well, maybe because it's none of your business. Oh, sorry. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, are you a fan of Burger King? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, do you, do you tolerate it in a, in a pinch? Would you eat some Burger King? Yeah, in a pinch, well, sure. now there is a new thing that Burger King is coming out with. For the Halloween season, Greg, Kay. Burger King has announced the creation of a Halloween-themed burger, which will be featuring an all-black bun. An all-black bun. It's going to be a black-dyed bun. So the chain has announced on Twitter that it's going to be from a limited time. It's the Halloween Whopper. And it was created by baking the bun with A1 steak sauce to make it black in color. 
So this has actually happened in Japan before. So Japan uh, has already pre-released, this was sometime last year, uh, released the Black Bun uh, for a limited time around Halloween last year. However, now it has come to the States, and you too can get yourself a Black Bun hamburger, or Whopper. Okay, I got a little theory on this. What? Okay, they're dying all of these, uh, dying all of these buns, dying all of these uh, these burger buns black. Okay. Here's the conspiracy. You you know about the chocolate milk conspiracy? No. Chocolate milk. When you buy pre-made chocolate oh, gross. milk, do not even talk about this. That is so disgusting. That they is the, take it's so. It's Greg. No, that uh, but is it's so, true. It is not. No, that's that's true. a. Well, I'm pretty sure it's true. It is absolutely not true. You've they said this take before. the milk. They do not. Take it's the bad milk safe. and then no. It's and then safe cover it. to drink, but they might they take the cho- the the milk that, is not that true. can't go can't go in the in the regular milk containers, and then you know say it's got a little chunkiness to it, or it's got a little something odd coloring to it. To and so it. they take that. It's pasteurized. It's safe to drink, but it just looks really gross. And then they put the chocolate in there, and that way it's covered up, and you never know. Uh, you never know. And that's why you, you drink it. You have no idea. It's just not you know miscolored discolored milk. So. That happens. I'm saying these are bad buns. What, you think they're dyeing the buns black because they're trying to hide something that's wrong with them? I think they're hiding something. What's wrong with black buns? Well, there's nothing wrong with black buns on principle. But I'm saying there's something afoot here. It's moldy buns. That's my theory. Yeah, you would know. You don't serve me moldy food yesterday. Well... Anyway, in a, in so way, that's yeah. a, if you would like to get one of those, that is available for a purchase for a limited time at, most likely, a Burger King near you. Next up out of Rochester, New York. Greg, did you know that there's a National Toy Hall of Fame? I did not. Yeah, well, there is a National Toy Hall of Fame, and they allow new toys in here and again if you know they feel like they've earned their, their spot. It's just like the Island of Misfit of Toys fame. or something? It is, except for it's... Here on the island of misfit toys. Well, now it has announced the candidates for the 2015 induction, including, but not limited to, American Girl Dolls. What are those? I have no idea. All right. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The originals. What toys are in the Hall of Fame currently? Well, so this is the Strong National Museum of Play which is in Rochester, in New York. It's, it has announced its inductees into its National Toy Hall of Fame, and they're being chosen by a national selection committee from a short list of 12 finalists. So out of the 12 finalists, only a few of them will make it into the Toy Hall of Fame. What are the 12 finalists? Well, the Hall of Fame typically inducts three toys each year, with last year's honors going to miniature Green Army Men. Who's in charge? The Rubik's Cube and Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles? Like like blowing bubbles, not bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. So it's specific toys. So Green Army Men, Rubik's Cube, bubbles, like bubbles with a wand. Okay. So the 2015 top finalists are American Girl Dolls, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Spinning Tops, Twister, the board game. Spinning Tops. Spinning Tops. Cardboard Box. Wiffle Ball. Battleship, which totally deserves to be in there. Or sticks. Puppets, just in general. What about rocks? Puppets. Jenga. Jenga's not a kid's toy, really. It's a toy. I don't know. Coloring books. Super Soaker. (laughs) What what the hell is... Why, a coloring book is not a toy. 
That doesn't count under a toy. Who is in charge of this thing? You know what? They have their national panel, and they seem to be doing just fine without your Who's the national panel? Well, it's made up of uh, the the selection committee of the National Panel of Toys. (laughs) So the National Hall of Fame say that the toys are judged based on icon status, longevity, discovery, and innovation. Super Soakers should totally... Oh, so Super Soakers was another one of them. I, I disagree immensely with whoever is putting together this thing. I need to put together some kind of award. I'm going to put a Hall of Fame for chips. Alex I love the, chips. Alex in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live said, Sarah, you were just listing things. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> <I> exactly... <It's, laughs> it, it's the random list. These are the finalists. American Girl Dolls, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Spinning Tops, Twister, Wiffle Ball, Battleship Puppets, Jenga Coloring Book, Super Soakers, and Scooters. Cardboard boxes. Rocks. Buttons. Dice. <laughs> Hair brushes. Hair pulling. <laughs> a white t-shirt. All right, let's Large tires. <gasps> Swing set. Concrete. Mud. Okay. All right. From New York to Michigan, a Michigan man ended up accidentally starting a fire at a suburban Detroit gas station when he saw a a spider sitting by his fuel door. And instead of trying to squish it, he tried to light it on fire with a lighter next to his fuel tank. Yes, this Michigan man who later admitted that he's extremely frightened by spiders... Uh, ended up admitting to the fact that he pulled out his lighter, attempting to light the spider on fire. <laughs> While the motors can be seen on the surveillance video at the Centerline Michigan gas station, examining the gas tank. Also, it was next to the gas tank on the like, <laughs> gas opening. Are you kidding me? Oh, I didn't think it was that stupid. I thought it was from somewhere on the inside. All right, so he was examining the gas tank, and then he looked, looked startled by something, reached into his pocket for the lighter. Uh, The video then shows the flames erupting onto the side of the car, the pump, and the pavement. (laughs) The man was uh, able to dart to safety and later used a fire extinguisher to put out the the flames. Nobody was injured in the incident. However, it destroyed his car and most of the gas station. Wow. One, who tries to light a spider on fire? Like, did he have, like, a can of hairspray with it? No, I think he was just honestly trying to light... Okay, you're putting your hand that close to the spider. And see, yeah, it's being noted in the chat right now as I'm saying this. Like, that's that's putting your hand way too much close. That's way too close to the spider. Yeah. Spider's just going to jump around that oh, and bite oh, you on no, the hand. No, 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 You never get too close. No. Mm-mm. That's why people step on things. Mm-mm. One, you probably didn't need to step on it. It's outside. But still. Yeah, so this is what this guy did. He was uh, decided that he was afraid of spiders, so he wanted to light it on fire at a gas station. So I guess the moral of the story is probably don't do that. A lesson there are probably learned. better ways. A lesson just, learned. Just let it go, man. Yeah. Just let it go. Something that would be hard to let go, if I saw, is this final story. Out of Fort Payne, Alabama. Now, Greg, this is my kind of story. We have some. We have some questions. I have some questions for you. All we right. have some questions to answer. Okay. Authorities in an Alabama county have issued an urgent warning following a highway crash involving a semi. And the urgent warning is as such: Do not eat the free cheese that spilled out from the crashed semi. <laughs> yes, a semi crashed. The driver was uninjured. However, 
It unleashed a load of refrigerated delicious cheeses all over the roadway. Ooh. Right? I mean, so, what are they going to do with it? All right. So um, so the Facebook page for the DeKalb County Emergency Management Agency, which is in Fort Payne, Alabama, warns locals uh, warn locals about the 18-wheeler that overturned uh, this past weekend while hauling a load of refrigerated cheese. It goes on to say, as a result of the incident, the cheese product has been declared salvaged and not fit for human consumption. Please do not consume the cheese products at this time. However, a lot of people did not heed the warning, and they ran off with their own cheeses. Wait, okay, let me ask. They pillaged the cheeses. Was the cheese wrapped up? The cheese was wrapped and refrigerated. Well, then what's wrong with the cheese? That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say... I mean, it's stealing, but you know. But if you, like, had, like, a delicious block of, let's say, Tillamook uh, aged sharp cheddar cheese, completely... Oh, the white, the white aged sharp cheddar is yeah, that's so good, stuff. good. It's so expensive, though. Well, I would totally buy it more if it was okay. Here's like $14. the thing: uh, although I did just stay, say stealing, I would hope they're not going to resell it because you don't know what's been punctured or not. Right? Or they, they pro- I don't think they can resell it, so it really is garbage at that point. Why can't you take the cheese? I don't know. Has Shaka saying in the chat? It's Alabama street cheese should be available for anybody. Ooh, Chris has a good suggestion. He said, can you get Tillamook cheese as a sponsor? Oh, my God. I would eat all the cheese. So you, I eat so much cheese. You don't cheese. need to pay us a thing. Just feed us cheese. Just pay us some blocks of cheese. Yeah. That... Actually, pay us some blocks of cheese. That's okay. No. I might not no. I might not be able to afford anything else. No, that's my, not. I can gnaw on blocks of cheese. I will be on the cash side of that. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so they did indeed say that people did steal some cheese from the scene, although... Check out the cheese I stole. Nobody's ever know how much cheese was taken from the scene of so the cheese truck crash. So you would take some cheese? Yes. If say was. if there was a cheese truck crash and you knew about it, it's like, you know, I don't know, a few miles from here. If he was... Uh, if, if the person who was driving, if there were no injuries, right, no injury, no injuries, it's just an injuries, overturned I would truck. Not, let me just, yeah, I, I right, wouldn't, I assuming would not touch it. no injuries, it's just the truck overturned and all the cheese spilled out onto the highway, and the highway's closed down. And a would, free block of would you sneak up there to a white aged sharp cheddar cheese rolled toward me and landed outside of my door? Would no, I take would, it? no, would you actively go there where you heard about the cheese spill? Well, no, I wouldn't get in my cheese. car and like go and get the cheese. But you if wouldn't? it happened well, in what front if it's, of me, it's like a whole bunch of cheese all over the road. If it happened in front of me and I could do it without getting caught, I would totally take some cheese. I think you'd go to the scene. I would not go to the scene. I think you would. Yes. And I do not want to be paid in cheese. It's being noted in the chat by Keelan. I'm listening to two white people actually fantasize about a cheese truck crash. <laughs> oh Blocks of cheese for So much cheese. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, my God. That is very, very white. All right. There you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Trying to think what kind of food item would get me that excited. Cheetos. Yeah. Bags of Cheetos. Yeah, I would. Wrapped oh bags of my chips. God, would I take those? That's what I'm saying, though. So this guy came up with a Hall of Fame for toys. Whoever this is, he's just naming things. I'm going to come up with a Hall of Fame, and I want national attention for that. Hall of Fame for chips. I'll judge them. I'll decide who gets in. By the way, first ballot nomination: Cheetos. Uh, they're in. But then the derivations of Cheetos—they're separate categories. They're a different thing. My first ballots—they get in right away. Regular Cheetos and Nacho Cheese Doritos. They're mm-hmm. they're in. They're done. Fritos, I don't know. 
I don't know if they're going to get in the first ballot. You know, it'll be one of those things they have to debate. Maybe second time. You know what will never get in, though? Plain Lay's potato chips. God, you hate never. those so much. You're they are so disgusting, annoying. Okay. and they do not get in. Uh, plain Lay's potato chips will never right, make it yes, into you've my expressed your distaste chips for Lay's fame. potato chips. All right. Yeah. Also, eh, Ruffles probably wouldn't get in. And the advertising campaigns are good. That'd be about it. Okay. They maybe an honorable mention, but they would never make it into my Hall of Fame. Uh, whew, boy, there's a lot to consider if I did do that. Man, I didn't even think about bear, this. Greg. I, it is. All right, Chips Hall of Fame. I think that's going to be one of my new things. This is going to have to happen. Okay, it's being asked by Alex. Uh, how about chili cheese Fritos? Now, chili cheese Fritos are good. Now, I don't think they're first ballot. You know, they may have to go through a couple of ballots to make it in there. But I think eventually we could see a world where chili cheese Fritos would get into the Hall of Fame. I mean, there's a possibility there. Sure. There's a possibility. Uh, Pringles. Certain Pringles, yes. They they would get in. Oh, I love plain Pringles. Plain Pringles might make it in. Do Sun Chips count? See, oh, this is a really big thing. Chips, I realize I just stumbled The original Sun Chips are so good. Uh, no, Harvest Cheddar are good. Harvest Cheddar would get oh, in first. Oh, that's a little too rich for me. I like the original. They still have a snap mm. and they have the flavor to them, but they're not overwhelming. Harvest Cheddar would get in. Mm. Uh, let's see. What other kinds of chips? I mean, there's so many different options there. Gosh, I mean, you could broaden up the category. You could narrow it down. I've got a lot of responsibility ahead of me. A lot of responsibility. Sure. Yep. So, uh, Chips Hall of Fame. Uh, Keelan's asking you why Pringles get in because they're not even actual potato chips. No, they count. They're, they're considered in the chips category. The chips family, I'm not a chips will. purist in that aspect. What makes them less chips than other chips? Is well, I think Keelan likes the... boring chips is what it is. He likes the boring, plain, mm. kind of chips. <laughs> I'm more outgoing with my chips. I like to expand my horizons, you know, and oh. be a little more inclusive. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Thank you to Keith and the Girl. A.K.A. Chemda. Keith and the Girl.com. Go there and check them out, and then uh, get tickets to see us all on October 10th from Curious Comedy, curiouscomedy.com. Uh, you're going to freeze up. Oh. What if I freeze up? Oh, my gosh. That would really screw you up if I, I froze up. That would totally mess you up. Oh, well, I've saved us before. I could do it again. On stage? No. Mm. No. Maybe when we have, like, a hot chicken here for an interview. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.